Florida as a state overall is a very interesting place. It's got a lot of beautiful cities, you know, there's a lot of beautiful beaches, but for whatever reason, it also just seems like every crazy person just kind of congregates there. I don't know if it's something in the air. Do crazy people move to Florida or does Florida make people crazy? That's the question. Either way, uh, I was going through the internet and found like one crazy Florida story and it sent me down a rabbit hole. So I figured today we'd be going over some stories of crazy Florida people. So uh, if you're hyped, press the like button and let's go. All right, so this first one is just super insane. The headline alone, this is what got me down the rabbit hole in the first place. Florida man tries robbing Publix with stapler, police say. All right, put the money in the bag and no one gets hurt. Don't make me staple my hand to this tree right here that's in the middle of the grocery store. Can anyone make a stapler intimidating? I guess it would be super intimidating if it was like, I, I don't know, Bruce Lee or somebody that could just beat the crap out of me already and now the stapler would just be an embarrassing weapon that they get to add to the arsenal. But I don't understand why this would would be something you would pick if you wanted to like rob a place i don't understand robbing a place in the first place to be fair but you know what i mean like he was sitting there all right i'm gonna go rob a grocery store already a horrible decision very bad idea all right let me grab the stapler it's like what, huh according to a report by wplg officers said that that guy entered Publix on biscayne boulevard in miami when he handed an employee a note that said he had a weapon and to put money in the bag all right yeah i guess that's fair if you just pretend the stapler is something else uh, i guess that also means that he definitely didn't have the stapler in his hand. I'm guessing he like had his hand in his jacket or something and said it was in his jacket because I don't think anyone's dumb enough to like turn around see an office stapler and hear them be like yeah you see that it's what this is can't say the word thanks YouTube gun. What's really funny about this though is it then goes on to explain that the person who got the envelope or whatever like the note him saying give me the money and nobody gets hurt they just turned around went to another employee and then like went to get help. They didn't really do anything for him so he didn't get any money out of this. He didn't even get like 30 35 seconds of having $400. That's what I've never understood about people who like rob a gas station or a Publix or whatever. It's like, even if you empty out a register and you get away with like two grand, is that is that really worth potentially going to jail for like armed robbery? I, I don't know, man. I don't think so. Oh, dude, this is sick. This is like, I don't know, a month and a half of rent in any major city. Like, it just doesn't seem worth it to literally go to jail for years. I guess at that point, your rent is free though. Police said that he left empty handed and was arrested on Northeast 50th street while throwing his note away. As it turns out, the so-called weapon he claimed to have was actually just a black stapler, according to authorities. I love that he was throwing the note away. They're like, hey man, did you just try to rob that grocery store? He's like, no, not at all. You have no evidence that I was anywhere. They pulled the note out of the trash and it just says like, give me the money. You know, hey Publix, it is me. Do you want to give me the money? I have something in my bag. Like literally a handwritten confession. That's the equivalent of what they just got. No money, by the way, literally nothing for this. And on top of it, I'm sure the police have to pull up like super apprehensive because they probably called in and said there's a dude with a weapon trying to rob the store and then they find out that it's just like a stapler. I'm sure that's a pretty big relief but also on his end like puts yourself in a very dangerous situation you know maybe don't overstate what you have on you because the way that they're going to react to that call is very different. An armed robbery of a Publix is very different than someone just pretending that they're committing armed robbery in a Publix in terms of what would be an appropriate response. Florida's already crazy enough 
enough. I don't think you want to be running around throwing wild cards into the mix like, ooh, is it a gun or a stapler? Everyone's favorite game. This next story is equally Florida Man. It really is, but just a completely different type of Florida Man. We're moving away from like robbing publics with staplers over to just some dude out in the swamp grabbing snakes and being like, I'ma make me a snake breeding business. Florida Man accused of illegally trafficking venomous snakes from his home. I feel like that's not the type of business I want to have in my house. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not great at snakes or whatever. Like, I, I might have a Indiana Jones level phobia of snakes. But that being said, even if I was, like, going to be breeding snakes, I don't know that I would want them in my home if they could just get out and bite me and then GG, it's over. No more Florida for me. No more Florida sunrises the second one of those snakes gets out, Mr. Man. I feel like you gotta think that through a little bit more. And another question. Who is the type of person that would go to just some dude's garage and buy a venomous snake? Like, what is the average clientele of somebody that's willing to show up and fork over several hundred, I don't know, thousands, whatever it may be, for a snake just from, like, some dude who probably has a ponytail in his garage being like, Yeah, one drop of venom from this guy would kill you so fast, it would be crazy. Like, that's just such a sketchy situation. If you ever find yourself in a spot and some dude walks up to you and says, hey, do you want to go to my garage and buy a venomous snake? It's probably best to get out of wherever you are. I'm just saying. Like, if you ever find yourself in that position, I think you've probably made some wrong choices. Mr. Paul was issued a notice to appear for a second-degree misdemeanor violation that included cage or secondary containment, unsafe or unsanitary conditions for captive wildlife, improper cage labeling, and cage or secondary containment, according to the radio. All right, it's already crazy enough to just have poisonous snakes in your garage casually, you know, like that that's already just an interesting scenario, but if you're going to do that, you probably want to store them safely. How do you have something in your garage that could kill you? And you're like, eh, whatever, put it in a cardboard box, poke some holes in it, it'll be okay. Hey, I don't feel like that's fair to the snake, you know, like you got to treat them with respect, give them a, a good environment too. But on top of that, like you just have a cardboard box or whatever it was, the improper cage full of dangerous snakes just sitting there and you're like, eh, whatever, not a big deal. It's so lucky that this situation did not end up with someone getting bit by a poisonous snake all these things considered, like someone who doesn't have a license to handle dangerous animals, keeping them in improper cages, selling them out of his house. Yeah, the fact that nobody got bit is kind of a miracle, all things considered. And I'm not saying this guy knows nothing about snakes, but at the same time, if you really, like, you know, are going to be a snake breeder, yeah, you probably should make sure that they're in the best conditions possible. I don't like snakes, but the last thing I would want is, like, all of these snakes in crappy, dirty, unsanitary conditions suffering. Like, that's not ideal. That's horrible. I feel like you could also charge your potential customers, not anymore because this whole business is shut down, but, like, I would definitely pay more if I was a snake collector for a snake that I knew was super, super taken care of. Then again, these are the people showing up to a dude's garage to buy a poisonous snake so maybe they don't really care so much it's more of a sweet dude now i have a poisonous snake thing nearly 200 snakes consisting of 24 species from seven different regions were purchased by the eight people cited wait you're telling me that there was like 200 poisonous snakes that got sold right like that's a large amount of poisonous snakes to get illegally sold out of someone's garage with unsanitary weird conditions but on top of it it was only eight people what is that like I i'm not fantastic 
get math, but that seems like each person was buying a little bit too many. All eight of them just walked home with 25 snakes. Like, hey, what's up, guys? I just got 25 venomous snakes. Gotta start a collection like Pokemon. I just feel like there's certain things that maybe you shouldn't just jump into and buy 25 of at a time. Like, okay, if you've never had a car before, maybe not the best idea to buy 25 to just walk out there, buy 25 cars off rip. I think the same thing applies to dangerous animals. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna own any dangerous animals personally, but if you're gonna own a venomous snake, maybe start with one. I feel like buying those in bulk is not a good idea. Like, you don't want to go to the Costco for venomous reptiles. I just got a feeling that that's gonna end very badly. Alright, this next one sounds like it was straight up a GTA NPC interaction that was programmed into the game. Like, you know those things that you just kind of see as you're driving around in GTA and you're like, aha, no one would ever do that in real life. Like, no one would ever walk up to a cop with a hamburger patty and slap him and be like, beef. Like, that would just be ridiculous. That's something that would only happen in a satire game. Unless you live in Florida. If you live in Florida, I guess there's a solid chance that uh you might see something weird go down. Florida man charged for throwing hot dogs at St. Pete officer. I had a cousin who when they were younger threw a tantrum at a restaurant one time and they threw a hot dog at their mom when they were like a toddler and to this day we give them crap for it. So it's so much funnier to me imagining like a fully grown adult getting into an argument with the cop and being like, you know what, I've had enough and just deciding to play dodgeball with a piece of sausage, just hurling a hot dog at somebody. That's super insulting too. I've never had a hot dog thrown at me, but I feel like that's like a, a very, yeah, take that. Because hot dogs are by far the grossest of all the, the sausage-based meats. Not that any of them are exceptionally ungross, but like none of us want to know what's in a hot dog. We, we all agree on that. Like we all agree to just pretend we don't know what's in a hot dog. I don't actually know and I don't want to know. I'll remain ignorant to what is in a hot dog all day. I want to be able to enjoy them. But we all know it's not great. It's not something you want thrown at you. No one wants to smell like a hot dog. Calling something hot dog water is not a compliment. A Newport Richie man was arrested on a felony charge Saturday after authorities said he threw a hot dog at an officer who was warning him of violating a city ordinance arrest document said. This is like the most boring thing that you would end up throwing a hot dog at an officer over not that i guess there's anything that would it would be justifiable for right but like after a high-speed chase he jumped out of the car and threw a hot dog at him because it's like the only thing he had in the car it's still crazy it still makes no sense but you get what i'm saying like there's desperation there city ordinances who gets this fired up about city ordinances hey man listen like your permit said you could only sell hot dogs for a few hours I'm, I'm not trying to be like a jerk. It's just, it's been a couple hours. It's the law. Hey man, screw you. Throws a hot dog at him. Like, did you not think that was going to end with you getting arrested? This is the type of guy to go to like a school board meeting and get really angry. You know, when they have the videos where they're like, I refuse to go forward living in a town that has a school board. This insane. And you're like, dude, they just want to give people apples with the school lunches. That's the only change. This guy's out here arguing with city ordinances and uh, catching felonies in the the process everyone in there is like man what'd you do you got a felony charge yeah i was trying to sell some hot dogs this cop came up and started arguing with me about ordinances next thing you know i threw a hot dog at him and here i am officer said that this guy of newport richie ignored the warnings and continued to sell hot dogs in the roadway saturday at around 12 a.m after his street closure permit ended so i don't know how all the permitting works i'm not saying it's fair i think like if you have a license to sell hot dogs you should be able to sell hot dogs when you want to sell hot dogs 
cards. That being said, if you know that you're going to get in trouble for doing it and the cops come up, you shouldn't throw hot dogs at them. Well, you know, I don't think the rule makes a whole lot of sense. Oh, I can sell hot dogs at 11.59, but not midnight. Like, that is a silly rule. But if the guy's just enforcing the rule that he's being paid to enforce, then it's not his fault. There's no reason to start throwing hot dogs at him. You know you're playing a little bit of a risky game by selling hot dogs when your permits expire. Like, come on. You can't be surprised when someone comes up and asks you about it because you probably know exactly what you're doing. Like I said, I know the guy's hustling trying to sell hot dogs, but like, I don't know. I feel like you make things worse for yourself rather than just being like, yeah, okay, uh, let me just close up. I got like four left, you know, just throwing stuff at him is probably not the best idea. What is in the water in Florida? Like, why is it that there's so many people in Florida doing things like this that just escalate so quickly for no reason? Every story in this video so far, it's just like, what? why would a person decide to do that? Not saying that everything I do has ever made sense. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm an idiot sometimes, but I don't know. I've never been like, ah, I'm gonna throw a hot dog at this guy who can arrest me. Stoll was asked to put the hot dog down, but authorities said he continued his attempt to sell it. He then became extremely upset before he intentionally threw the hot dog at the officer, documents added. Wait, he was asked to put the hot dog down, but authorities said he continued his attempt to sell it. So you're telling me that they walked up, he just had a hot dog in his hand. It's not like a cart or anything, and they said, sir, put the hot dog down. Get out of here, I refuse to. There's nothing worse than a man trying to tell me that I can't sling my wiener on the corner. Sir, I said put the hot dog down. Just immediately starts throwing it. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to do it. You're not going to make money off of it either way at that point, you know. Like, if you're either going to have to put it down or throw it at a cop and get a felony charge, you should probably just put it down because either way, it's not making you any money. This way, it's guaranteed losing you money. Like, 100% not a profitable option to start throwing hot dogs at the police officers. Really, whatever job you have. I I'm sure, like, a couple felony charges for assaulting an officer officer does not do wonders for any career path you might be on. The officer was in full police uniform at the time of the incident. He was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting an officer without violence. If convicted, he could face the minimum of three years in jail. Man, throwing a hot dog three years in jail, that's crazy, dude. I, I don't know if that's a fair thing. I'm not here to make a statement on that. That's not my job. I'm just here to report that Florida is nuts, dude. You got people just out there trying to sell a hot dog on the corner and it turns into a dodgeball game. I also love how they clarified that the guy was was in uniform too. Like, all right, he was not in re-flip flops and shorts with Oakley sunglasses. No, he was in full uniform. Would that change anything? I feel like either way, you still can't really throw hot dogs at people. Maybe the argument would be like, ah, oh, he didn't think it was gonna be a big deal. If the guy's in uniform and you throw a hot dog at him, you know it's definitely not gonna end well. But he's surprisingly not the person in this video acting the most like this is just a GTA server where you can do whatever you want. Florida woman speeds through checkpoint and take selfie during traffic stop. I just love to know the idea behind a person. Like, you see a checkpoint, right? All the flashing lights, they're stopping literally every car. There's not a single car getting through there without being checked. And in your mind, you're like, all right, well, if I just slam on the gas and drive through it, then it won't be a big deal. Like, no one will chase me. It's not like they're putting up this checkpoint for a reason. I feel like if there's one chase they really won't give up on, it's the person that blew through a checkpoint, because it's very obvious you got something to hide, you know? Oh, hey, why didn't you stop at the checkpoint? No reason, nothing wrong. I just felt like having the experience of a high-speed chase. Like, that would just be unhinged if that's why you were doing this
this entire thing. Oh, I just felt like it. I think it's pretty obvious to everyone at the checkpoint that you run through the checkpoint because you got something you don't want them to find during the checkpoint. And after the chase, you know, you're like guaranteed going to be spending quite a bit of time in the slammer. All right, let me just get this selfie real quick. It'll be fire to drop on the Instagram when I get out in six to seven years. A Florida woman was arrested Sunday morning after speeding through a checkpoint, deputies said. The Lee County Sheriff's Office said that deputies established a checkpoint at Hickory Boulevard in King's Coup to assist with hurricane relief efforts. Man, I know it's not all Florida people, but between this guy who, like, got so mad at a city ordinance and this lady who got mad at a roadblock right after a hurricane when they're trying to, like, make sure the community are safe, why are they just so mad at things that they shouldn't be mad about? I understand a checkpoint could be annoying, you know, but, like, if they're setting up a checkpoint because there was just a major hurricane and there's a need for a checkpoint for security purposes so people don't start, like, I don't know, doing whatever it is they're trying to secure them from... I feel like that's a pretty reasonable checkpoint. That's not one you should be mad at trying to speed through as fast as humanly possible. Ah, darn these workers and their need to try to help respond to the natural disaster that just occurred in my area. Like, <laughs> what is going on? Ah, I hate the fact that they're trying to help after our area was devastated by a hurricane. Get out of here! However, at 12.30 a.m., this woman sped through the checkpoint and did not stop, which the sheriff's office said put deputies' lives in danger, and then allegedly continued down the road before making a U-turn and driving back through the checkpoint at a high speed. All right, so you're in your car, you see a checkpoint up ahead, you decide to plow through it. Oh my goodness, wow, the cops are gonna come get me now. I know, I'll turn around and go back through. Seriously, between this and the selfie, I'm really starting to think she must have, like, wanted to get caught. Is this her way of trying to get respect? you know? Oh yeah, remember when I ran through the checkpoint and then everyone's like, yeah, also remember when you were an idiot and did it twice so you 100% got caught? I don't know why you would want to storm through the checkpoint that was set up to like protect people after the hurricane in the first place, but I especially don't know why you would do it and then go, ah, great idea. I should repeat that. I don't know, it seems like one of those things that you should do and then keep running away from. What do you think the cops thought when they saw her turning around? They're like, oh, she blew through the stop sign or the, the stop, whatever it is. That's insane. And then they were like, wait, is she turning around? She's coming back? Like, is she coming to apologize, you know? Drop off an I'm sorry letter? Like, what's the deal? The sheriff's office said a deputy got into his patrol car and tried to pull them over, but they continued to drive erratically, slowing down, speeding up, and swerving out of the lane. According to authorities, when they finally stopped, the deputy called for backup, but saw her taking a selfie before driving off again while the deputy exited his vehicle. Are we really getting to the point where people will do anything for clout? I always thought that was a little bit of an exaggeration, you know, like, man, people are desperate for clout. They sure will do a lot of weird things for it. But it seems like people are purposely running through, like, checkpoints for no reason, trying to get the cops to engage in a high-speed chase just to pull over and take a selfie for the gram. It's just really not worth it, I promise you. I'm especially gonna love, like, when we get an updated story to this one, and it's like, oh yeah, they ended up, uh, finding her again after she reposted it. Like, obviously they got her once, but even after she goes to court for all this stuff, she's gonna, like, post the selfie on the gram. I don't know, dude. Is that really what you want to have to tell your grandkids one day? Like, yeah, it might seem funny now but that's what you got to think about when you're 65 are you going to want to be like yeah one time i got into a high-speed chase for a cool selfie your grandkids gonna be like you did what you got into a high-speed chase for a selfie grandpa or grandma sorry get out of here I, I don't care i'm just trying to play in the metaverse none of this stuff that you're talking about matters to me but surprisingly that's not the only florida person story i've got for you guys that involves just a ridiculous getaway this one is equally funny not as like why would you do that and go back 
and like, why even do that in the first place? But more like, I don't know, this one blows my mind because I, I just don't even know what your escape plan really is if you try to run from the police on a vehicle that's just way slower than a car. Like, if the police pull up and they're in a car and you're on a scooter and you just start trying to furiously use your one leg to push yourself as fast as you can, it's just not gonna end well. At least the lady was doing stupid stuff in a car, like it's a possibility to escape. Florida man uses riding lawnmower to escape from deputies. Okay, maybe I've just been around the wrong lawnmowers, you know? Like, maybe the lawnmowers that some people have have, like, a car engine in them or whatever, but I literally feel like you would be better off getting off and running as fast as you could from everyone, rather than trying to use the lawnmower as your main escape method. Like, I don't know what type of lawnmower this guy was rocking with. Maybe he had a lawnmower from one of those, like, tractor pole competitions where they can pull an 800-pound weight 200 yards or whatever it is, but I just really feel like when they pulled up, he would have been better off getting off on foot and sprinting as fast as he could. How do you think they called that in? Like, uh, we got a John Deere. Everybody be on the lookout for a John Deere 8X5400. It's got a one and a half inch blade on it, trying to give himself a good tight cut on the grass. Good news is, if it ever breaks, you can't repair it. Only people that own John Deere will, will get that one. The Florida man in this story, Dusty, is wanted by Oskaloosa County Sheriff's Office after an incident in January. During that interaction with deputies regarding a stolen boat, he dove into the swamp and got away from them. And there's a picture of him diving into the swamp. Now that is a very Florida man escape as well. I gotta give him that. Dusty is a very Florida man name too. Hi, I'm Dusty. I'm from Florida. You're like, oh, you've done some crazy stuff, Mr. Cocaine Cowboy. He's already escaped the police one time by diving into the swamp. I bet you the police were like, look, man, this stolen boat's still here. He jumped off the stolen boat. So like we got the stolen boat back. And on top of it, I'm not trying to dive into the swamp. Who knows what kind of alligators are in there? I'm not sure how bad the alligator problem in Florida actually is, just because, like, you know, I'm not from Florida. But I feel like diving into a swamp in Florida is just basically like trying to fight off dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Chances are you're not going to make it. I know that's extremely dramatic. But still, am I wrong to be like, ah, I don't know. If you escaped the, the charge for the stolen boat but have to fight an alligator, did you actually get the better end of the deal on that one? That is funny, though. They're like, hey, man, listen, we've got reports this boat is stolen. Can we just talk to you? Bloop. Oh, he's in the water. He's gone. There he is. He's swimming. Well, I, I guess he did leave the boat, so uh, uh, case closed. This time, it was different. Deputies ran into Mobley again, and of course, he tried to flee. The Florida man hopped on a lawnmower and tried to escape from the long arm of the law, but much to his disappointment, deputies got to him after using their tasers. Wait, he wasn't already on the lawnmower? That, that was the only way I thought any of this happened. You're telling me that he was interacting with them, started looking around, and was like, hmm, I need an escape vehicle. I've got to get out of here, otherwise I'm going to end up in jail. Starts looking around the yard. Maybe there's a car. Maybe there's a motorcycle. No, car's too cliche. Motorcycle? Well, they'll see that coming. Oh, I know. I can use the lawnmower. They'll never see that one coming. They'll be so blown away by my ingenious new escape strategy that they won't even react. Starts running over to it. They're like, sir, stop. If you get on the lawnmower, I'm going to tase you. Even his mind, he's like, oh, this is going to work great. Uh, ow, ow, ow. He now faces a bunch of charges, grand theft, grand theft of a vehicle, felony criminal mischief, two counts of resisting an officer, possession of a concealed weapon by a felon, carrying a concealed handcuff key, possession of drug paraphernalia, and felony failure to appeal, and uh, now he's in the county jail. Well, on the bright side, I guess from now on, he never has to, like, do anything to run away from the cops from. The beauty of America is you can always reinvent yourself, even after you try to run away from the cops by stealing a lawnmower and getting tased in the process. 
You can always, you know, like, hey, life's always just changeable. You can do what you got to do to make stuff better. Chances are you're going to have a long time to think about how to make things better, too, because that, that's a long list. I feel like Florida's just a GTA server, bro. Every day someone's like, all right, let's think of a new fun way to get away from the cops. I've already gotten away from them so many times in a car. Let's try a lawnmower. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was bored. Maybe there's, like, a list of achievements, you know, in Florida, and every time you, like, complete a certain set, they give you a new, like, a trophy or something to initiate you into like higher levels of Florida man status. But beyond just trying to make great escapes, you also have to be careful if you're trying to buy some candles in Florida because you never know when someone's going to come in and use bear mace. If you're in Florida, why do you even have bear mace? Are there bears in Florida? Like you guys have alligators, you have snakes. If you also have bears, then come on. You're just basically American Australia at that point in terms of deadly things there. Man sprays bear repellent inside Florida Bath and Body Works. Dozens injured, police say. He was just really out there like, all right, I need these candles. I feel like candles is such a bizarre thing to steal. He really said, I've got to go in and steal this by any means necessary. I'll bear mace the entire store if I have to. Nothing's going to stand between me and Lilac Dream. What is he going to do? Like, go sell the candles on eBay? I just have no idea that there's some criminal ring about candles out there. I guess there's criminal rings for, like, boosting everything. If people can steal cars and resell them, there's no reason people couldn't do that with candles, too. It just seems so bizarre. Imagine being like a criminal leader. You're in charge of a mafia, right? People have to kiss the ring, you know, like you, you have cars blown up if people cross you. What's your game? Stealing candles. You guys just boost the greatest soy candles of all time. You need soy candles, guys. Otherwise, it's just straight up unhealthy. Maybe he was trying to do them a favor by making sure they didn't take home some low quality candles from Bed Bath & Beyond. That's why he went in with the bear mace. I'm doing you a favor. They're like, my eyes, my eyes. Dozens of people were injured at a South Florida mall on Saturday when police say a man sprayed a bear repellent inside Bed Bath & Body Works before stealing two bags of candles. The alleged incident happened in the Bath & Body Works at Miami International Mall in Doral. According to the police, at least 35 people were injured when the suspect sprayed the repellent. Most of the victims were treated at the scene. Yeah, of course that's going to affect a bunch of people. Bear mace is known for being insanely strong. Like, if it can repel an angry bear, imagine what it can do to some unsuspected person's eyeballs when they're just trying to do their thing at Bath and Body Works. Really, I thought it would have been more. Like, I don't know how Poppin' Bath and Body Works is, to be fair. That's also a good point. I don't know if they're like Bed Bath & Beyond where they're on the verge of bankruptcy, but maybe them having 35 people was like an insanely busy event for their store. Maybe their situation is so bad, they're like, yo, this might be good advertising for us. Like, people are going to talk about this. I'm glad everyone was able to be treated. It doesn't seem like there's any serious injuries, but what compels you to have to bear mace the entire store? Like, I feel like the bed and bath body works or whatever, like, they're not going to fight you. You really think if you're stealing two bags of candles, they're going to break down and, like, throw hands with you on the way out? No, the retail employees are trained to just let you take the stuff. You don't need to bear mace them or everybody else. Like, oh, what is the point of that, dude? Oh, I'm going to make them really fear me. I'm the bear mace bandit. A manager at the bath and Body Works was among those injured and she was taken to the hospital in serious condition. She did recover though. We started coughing actually where we were and it wasn't even that close, one victim said. We were all the way across and we felt it. We could smell it. We could breathe it. Police say the suspect told, stole two bags of candles from the store before leaving the scene in a yellow cab, and the man has not yet been located. Dude, that cab driver thought he was in some crazy movie. Imagine you pull up to a bath and body works, the guy's like, I'll be right back, puts on his ski mask, runs in, run back out with two bags of candles smelling of bear mace. 
The manager did recover, but imagine that too. You're just trying to do your job as the manager of a retail store that focuses on like candles and soap, the most non-threatening thing. You're like, no one will ever rob us. In comes some crazy dude with bear mace to just ruin your day and make the job that you thought was supposed to be easy just the worst thing ever. Seriously, do you think she ever thought during her job that she was going to be having to like deal with a bear mace attack? Probably thought the worst thing she was ever gonna smell was like, I don't know, some bad flavor of candle, not bear mace being sprayed. It's horrifying to think like how effective it was too. If people on the other side of the store started coughing and wheezing. And that has to suck because you really got two options. You either run towards the exit where you know it's more concentrated and the bear mace is or you stay there and keep coughing so good luck making that choice and the last florida man story i've got for you guys today is just a horrible luck terrible rng still should never steal like i'm not saying i advocate for stealing but the odds of having luck as bad as this guy did is, is slim to none this guy won the opposite of the lottery like the bad luck lottery Man allegedly tries to steal from Florida Walmart full of deputies during Shop with a Cop event. You know, I think stealing from Walmart, you shouldn't do it. Obviously, stealing is bad. But, like, the Walmart employees aren't known for necessarily caring a ton about a, the, the store. There's a reason that you've seen videos of them, like, pushing shopping carts with stuff out of the store without paying. A, the employees don't really care. And B, they're literally told not to do anything. When I had a job at, like, a relatively large grocery store chain, they told us that that if anyone was stealing anything that we should tell our manager and our manager would always be like okay well thanks and then we would just kind of follow them and they would steal stuff because they weren't allowed to do anything so the odds of you going during a shop with a cop event is like literally one of the only times that you would 100% get caught now they're definitely cracking down because so many people were stealing and I do think stealing is wrong like I've never stolen from a Walmart you know but that being said the odds of you doing it during an event with 40 police in the store like what are the odds of that happening a man was likely unaware of the number of Florida deputies that were inside a Walmart store in St. Cloud when he reportedly decided to steal, the county sheriff's office said in a Facebook post Thursday. In the post, a man referred to by the sheriff's office as Brad was caught allegedly trying to steal from a store filled with nearly 40 deputies conducting Shop with a Cop, a holiday shopping event that pairs local children with law enforcement officers for a shopping spree leading up to Christmas. He really was like, all right, man, I'm going to go into Walmart. I'm going to get this stuff, flip it on eBay real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, literally the worst time you could pick to possibly go and try to do that horrible 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 timing and you shouldn't steal anyways like going into walmart and stealing isn't something you should do but like i said nine times out of ten he probably would have just walked in grabbed what he was trying to take and walked out anyways guys clearly florida is just uh, up to something man i'm not saying everyone in florida is crazy it's just there's got to be something in the water something in the water down there because you don't hear about this stuff from anywhere else but florida in terms of the amount of things and like how crazy they get there's crazy people everywhere but you know you don't hear about people like there would be a story about someone using an anaconda as a weapon while running from the cops on an ATV in Florida like that's something that could actually happen but uh yeah on that note guys that'll do it if you enjoyed the video please be sure to press the like button let me know what you thought in the comment section down below I would appreciate it and of course subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications if you wouldn't mind leaving the comment just go ahead and comment Florida down below I would appreciate it I'll put a link to the intro song down there too and if you really want to help me out personally you can check out the podcast i post these on spotify link down below feel free to check it out and uh yeah other than that that'll really do it guys thank you all so much for watching don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot and i'll see you guys next time i'm out peace